0: Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is October the seventh, 2019. Strong hand. Long term thinking, baby. Unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Offended by selling. Hey, conviction. We're going to talk about that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin uh, line uh, when I discuss the Andreas Antonopoulos video. Hello, my elite friends. Check out the links below. Everything I talk about in this video is linked to below. TechBalt on Twitter. I haven't been tweeting that much lately because I've been busy, but I'll be back to back to it soon. Uh, But follow me there, retweet me there. That's a great way to support the show, Uh, disruptmeister.com. This week at Bitcoin, Bitcoin Tina was on. Check that out. Saturdays, Beyond Bitcoin show, awesome. And then the other days of the week, we just do the one Bitcoin show. You never know what you're going to get during the one Bitcoin show. Okay, and this show is live. So if you've got questions, type in Bitcoin Meister. I will see it, my elite friends, and I will answer it. And I am wearing the Honey Badger shirt today. You can get shirts like this linked to below. It's, it's been a while since I uh, wore the Honey Badger shirt, but Bitcoin is the uh, Honey Badger. And remember, if you're watching this tape, play it at 2x. It saves you a lot of time. So here's a tweet from BTC over Fiat. In my opinion, pensions are slowly becoming insolvent. Well, that's not just your opinion, dude. Young people working for corporations or or governments should not depend on their pension plan for retirement. They should get into Bitcoin and save. Bitcoin is a pension on steroids for the young savers. Yeah, I mean, if you're betting on receiving a pension from your corporation or your government, Uh, I, I, I I don't know how you're still betting on that, (laughs) but there are plenty 80 percenters, uh, that blindly follow authority. And of course my company will pay me what they say they're going to pay me when I'm 75. Of course the government's going to pay dude, a better way to take care of yourself because that's not taking That's letting some third party take care of you. Okay. In old age, don't let a third party take care of you in old age. Uh, you end up in the hospital rotting away. Take care of yourself in old age. Make Bitcoin your pension plan. Bitcoin is my pension plan. Pound that like button. It's something to remember, something to reconfigure your life around there Uh, because most people aren't thinking that way. They're still relying on third parties to take care of them uh, in the future. You got to take care. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Dudes and dudettes, all right, let's talk about personal responsibility here. Here's an example of uh, some people that aren't very uh, – well, they don't understand the concept of personal responsibility and that this is where the freaking big boys play. Today, Roche Freeman LP – and this is from uh, Kyle Roche, the lawyer – filed a class action lawsuit on behalf of those who own cryptocurrency against Tether and Bitfinex and others for manipulating the cryptocurrency market to create the largest bubble in history. Okay, so this law firm, which defeated um, Fake Toshi, they, they, they're dealing in cryptocurrency lawsuits. So they were on the right side of uh, the Fake Toshi thing. Although the prop they may advise their client, Kleinman, or Kleeman, or whatever his name is to 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 settle and uh, like sign something that says that Fictoshi is Satoshi Nakamoto, which is, of course, uh, I mean, they, it, I wouldn't be surprised if they encourage their client to do that after reading that they're associated with this lawsuit uh, with dudes. There, there's some guys that are disappointed that they bought a bunch of freaking altcoins and lost money on them. Okay. And they named the altcoins that their clients own. Okay. Uh, this, the, one of the replies was this is not tether. This is copy coin speculation. Your clients were speculating with no value thesis, and the market took their money as it does to the ignorant and greedy. This suit should be summarily dismissed. Yeah. Um, I agree. These people did not, they don't have personal responsibility. They're not part of the counterculture. They're sore losers. You know, you, you buy these second tier, third tier altcoins and you lose. This is what you get. You lose. Move along, be a big boy. But no, they hired these dudes. They want to do a clap. They want to, they want to like a trillion dollar, uh, It's they want a trillion dollars or something like that. Okay. When they're saying, so, saying something as vague as Tether and Big Finex. Manipulated the market. I mean, it was a tremendous market. I mean, how many billions of dollars do you you guys want here for just being irresponsible by buying these freaking? uh, I mean, if you were watching this channel, you you would have understood that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Don't FOMO on all. You FOMO'd on all coins and now you're suing Tether. Okay. And uh, this also showed, this should be another lesson. Tether, Bitfinex, centralized entities, they can be sued frivolously. Bitcoin can't be sued. Pound that like button. So that, that's a weakness of centralization right there. You can be sued by, uh, who are these guys? Roshan Freeman, by people who don't understand personal responsibility. Let's talk more about uh, personal responsibility. Or let's talk about the glory of Bitcoin. That Bitcoin... Is about defiance while Ripple is about compliance. I won't be talking about Ripple here, but Gab, and I've talked about Gab before, they're a social media platform that no payment processor wants to do business with. Uh, they sent out Gab sent out like over a million emails uh to their followers, or I guess the people subscribed to their email list, uh talking about the glory of Bitcoin. How Bitcoin is free speech money? How they're basing so much of their business around Bitcoin. Bitcoin—I'll I'll read an excerpt, but it is linked to below this this letter that they sent out. Bitcoin is free speech money. It is now approximately thirty percent of Gab's operating revenue as of this writing. We expect this to grow going into twenty twenty and beyond. Twenty twenty, having pound that like button. Gab needs Bitcoin. In fact, it can be argued that Gab is the ultimate use case for Bitcoin. That that is a legitimate argument right there. Gab is a legal U.S. business selling software subscriptions and hats, but (laughs) but can't process payments on the Internet. Why? Because the social justice lynch mob says so. Because banks say so. Because a cabal of tech corporations say so. Bitcoin makes them all irrelevant buying Bitcoin is the ultimate defiance against the entire establishment order. So Gab didn't stand there and cry. They said, okay, PayPal doesn't want to do business with us. We are going we're going all in Bitcoin. Support us with Bitcoin supporters and they and they're going even deeper now. So they 30%, 30% of Gab's operating revenue was, uh, uh, was because of Bitcoin. So good luck to them. Keep on innovating with Bitcoin. Keep on spreading the word of Bitcoin, how it's uncensorable, how even though the payment processors have cut you dudes off, you are still uh, operating. And again, I don't, I don't agree with everything that's uh, on post and on Gab, but I do think that uh, they're using Bitcoin in the, the correct way uh, to get around the third parties discriminating against them. And that's the thing you can complain against being discriminated against, or you can be like, I'm getting around this with Bitcoin pound that like button. They are, they are showing that Bitcoin is all about defiance. They are defy, they are defying the system. Okay. What is here in this chat? One, two, three, no scope said Bitcoin meister. Uh, the best feeling is when you stash another 0.1 BTC and know you aren't going to touch it until 2032, maybe 2036. I love the mathematics behind the halvings, as do I. One, two, three, no scope. Keep on buying 0.1 at a time or converting your crypto dividends into 0.1, at a, 0.1 Bitcoin at a time, whatever you may be doing. And of course, yes, save that glorious Bitcoin for as long as possible. Offended by selling. Now we're going to talk about Andreas. And Andreas says in his latest video... uh. I forgot that the title is something like Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. It is a very good video, especially toward the end of the video. He really takes it to a new level at at the end of the video. But there are some things that I disagree with him uh, about in the video, things I wanted to point out. And um, you can still admire the dude and love the video and uh, find some uh, points that maybe he could uh, improve upon. And one of his weaknesses is he does curse too much. Um, I, I think he, he sometimes uses swear words at at, at points that it, it's not even necessary. It's a little awkward to even use a, a curse word at some of the places that he uses curse words. So I, I think it takes away from his presentation when he uses the F word. Um, especially that one. The, the S word is bad also, but he uses the F word and, and anyway. But that's my that's my take on, on, on one thing. Uh, but he, I mean, he's still a genius. Uh And he is wrong about, he said, he explains how he got into Bitcoin in 2012 and how he bought like 50 and he bought another 50. And then he's like, you probably think I'm rich, but he's like, of course it it, it went up. It went from $2 to $8. And I bought a new Xbox. He's like, and then he says, you know, all, all the old timers are like that. So many old timers they, uh, they bought and they sold that everyone, when they get, he says, everyone, when they get into Bitcoin, they buy it and then it goes up by some and then they sell it. And then he says, raise your hand if you did that. And a lot of people raised their hand and some people didn't raise their hand. He says, Look, you know, five people didn't raise their hand or whatever. Um, I got to say something here. I didn't do that. <laughs> I knew right away it was something that you don't sell right away. I, I, I mean, I uh, as a younger person, I remember maybe the reason I learned my lesson was as a much younger person. I bought a stock, and then it went up, and like I sold it a week later or something like that. And then my father told me about short-term capital gains, and I at that point I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing something like that again. Uh, but you no, know, it's interesting that Andreas does share that aspect of of his uh, Bitcoin uh, story, and he he and again a lot of people do do that with Bitcoin the whole point of my channel is you value your wealth in Bitcoin from the start. You buy, you aim to get one. And then you just don't sell that one. You aim to get two, three, four, ten, 10, a hundred. Um, but he does say back in, but I, I did want to point out and correct him that no, not everyone does that. Not everybody wants to buy an Xbox when their Bitcoin quadruples in, la, in, in value. They know not everybody goes out and buys an Xbox. then. now, He does say, if you need to, so when he's talking about, he says, people ask him all the time, what's going to be the next Bitcoin? And he tells them Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. And one of the things that he correctly points out is that there are many people out there um, that feel the need to ask other people advice on, well, should I buy this coin? Should I buy that coin? If you even have to ask that question, you should not be buying that coin. Okay. That means you don't know enough about it. You, cl- you don't know its benefits. You just want some third-party confirmation to make you think like, oh, you're doing the right thing. You're not doing the right thing, okay? You're not doing the right thing if you need to ask that question because you don't know what you're talking about if you have to ask that question. That's what he points out there, which is something uh, he, he he really sums it up nicely there. And I I've alluded to that before, but he, he puts it into words very nicely. Uh, now, and let's see. Buying okay, I said that. Um so he makes a rabbit comparison. <laughs> he talks about uh, evolution and how if uh, a species is is introduced into an environment and they dominate that environment. Rabbits were were, were brought to Australia and they just started breeding like rabbits and they dominated it. They were well suited for, for that in- environment. And uh, the other species died, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then once they're dominant, you can introduce some other animal that, that, that's that's better suited for the environment. But there's so many rabbits there already that the other the other animal is not going to do well. It's going to die because the rabbits are there's so many of them. It's going to eat all the food. They dominate the environment. They dominate. Another species will fail. And that is the comparison he makes with Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Dominates the environment. Uh, you might come up with something that's better than Bitcoin, okay? You throw it into this environment, it's not going to take. Bitcoin's going to eat its lunch. Bitcoin, everyone already People don't know what it is. Bitcoin is well-established. It dominates this environment. If you've got a cryptocurrency, you've got a new crypto. You've got to find a completely new environment for it, okay? Something that it specializes in. And then he brings up Ethereum. And he says that Ethereum, and and Tordemister has brought this fact up before, that uh, it's apples and oranges. Ethereum is in a different environment. Ethereum is not the next Bitcoin. Ethereum does not dominate Bitcoin's environment. Ethereum is in some whole another environment. Now, is this a, a great environment that's going to stay alive or is it going to sink into the sea? Who knows? But it does dominate its environment. He points that out. He says Ethereum is the next Ethereum. And for all the people out there who said, you know, Andreas took your line. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. It's not, it was not my line. Um, Again, I thought Vortex made it up. I know I've heard things like it before. I started saying it. Andreas can say it. I can say it. Vortex can say it. I will say this. I was the first person I ever heard that said Ethereum is the next Ethereum. And he also said that. He did not get that from me, but I will say that I am the first person um, I, I've said it in past videos that ethereum is and I don't even like ethereum I don't really care about ethereum I talk about ethereum so Bitcoin people can just not worry about it like it's apples and oranges it's not dominating ethereum's it's not dominating bitcoin's environment so you let them do what they're going to do and I think but EOS is not taking over ethereum and e- ethereum is well established in its environment say what you will about its environment it's got many many developers working on it it's got big conferences all over the world, including Tel Aviv, where I just was. And uh, yeah, it's, it's the next Ethereum. So uh, Andreas says that in the video also. And yeah, it's a great video. So, so de- definitely check it out, especially toward the end of the video. He really rocks it. Oh, wait, is that the Bitcoin Rabbi I see in there? Hey, Bitcoin Rabbi, what is up, man? I was hanging with the Bitcoin Rabbi's brother in Tel Aviv. All right, let us. right, uh, we, we've had some other questions here um tabelle dacris says don't you think swear words are 80 percent vocabulary who really sees anything is a i think uh it, yeah 80 percenters tend to use words like that yes but sometimes 20 percenters use that language i i don't think it's i don't think it's necessary hey i say i say bad words i say bad words. i i make it a point not to say them on this show i try to make it uh family friendly i've heard that certain people's teenagers watch the show and stuff um, so that, that has, uh, you know, I have a strong hand, uh, to not, to not say the, uh, I have some discipline when, when it comes to saying, not saying bad words. Um, but everyone slips up every once in a while. I, I've, I've slipped up a couple times in the show before. Um, uh, and, but no, it, it, it's, you know, some people have filthy language. There's a, there's one word I, I think is especially filthy, the N and no one says that word uh, in, in the cryptocurrency space, but that that word's the the filthiest of um, of swear words in, in the United States, at least. And to hear people of all races use that language, no matter what race you are, and I, you know, in the inner city, you hear a lot of people say that word. It, it's just such a it's such a disgusting word. It's so, it's so filthy, and it's so low class to use that word. Yeah. Anyway, that you got me off on a the tangent there. One, two, three. No scope says. So I don't yeah, There's a lot of eighty percenters that use language like that, and it's uh, it's usually qu- qu- quite unnecessary. Kind of off topic. One, two, three. No scope says. Uh, but do you ever think you'll have a drink again? No, I won't. I don't think I will. In the future, do you ever see think you'll have some scotch on the rocks and reflect back on the early years of? It? No, I, I don't. Nope. I don't think I'll have ever have a drink again. I don't, I, I'm very disciplined. It was just um, a spouse of a sibling of mine. They were eating some pizza the other day and I was offered pizza by this spouse. You know, I, I, I thought maybe you would like some. I said, no, I'm never going to have any pizza again for the rest of my life. So you don't, you, know, you don't have to ask me. And no, I won't have any pizza for the rest of my life either. Because I don't eat bread. I don't eat, I don't do that. Um, so no, I won't have a, no won't have a drink again for the rest of my life. Uh, all right, so uh, but good question. And Saturday shows or the Beyond Bitcoin shows, I talk about all sorts of stuff, just like bread and health and not drinking. And I used to drink a lot, people. I I I I, I, I was a party animal. Um, luckily, I was not addicted to alcohol. I, I know a lot of you have problems with that stuff, and I don't want to downplay that. Um, I know I, it's very difficult. I, apparently it's, it's, it's hard to get over an alcohol addiction. I, for me, I just, I just stopped drinking it because I wasn't addicted to it. It was just something I'd use the party and whatever. That's all sorts of store, all sorts of stories. I don't remember now because I, I was drinking <laughs> it was some stories. I do remember. It's not healthy people. It's not healthy. I, I know I got a big smile on my face when I'm, I'm talking about it, but it's not, it's not healthy. I regret doing it. I, I don't know what it's done to me long-term. I, I who knows, who knows? Who knows? All right, so um, but I don't worry about it. I just try to be as healthy as I possible. You don't you don't regret the past. You don't worry about the past. You live for the future. You live uh, a healthy life here in the present and the future. And what is this? Best Bitcoin dips in hindsight. So okay, this is not about regrets, just like I said. But this is something. So all of you people who, who always freak out when the price goes down. You can see the price has gone down other times, and and these are good memories. This is from uh, Robustus, says, January 2015, capitulation, $155. August 2016, Bitfinex hack, it fell to $475. Now, I want to go back to that one. That is a classic that so many people do not remember, but I remember that one so vividly because – it was after the having, the have it before the having, it had gone up to 700. Then all of a sudden, it was around 600 in August and Bitfinex got hacked, okay? And people panicked and it dropped to 475. But when it hit that 475, I will never forget. Coinbase crashed at that point because so many people were trying to buy at that price. When it went below 500, was everyone everyone knew that was a deal at that time. So this guy is reminding us that, that it's more than hindsight uh, to remember that was a good deal. There were so many people at that moment around the Bitfinex hack when it went to 475 that wanted Bitcoin. That Coinbase totally crashed. You, you could not, but people were very angry. They wanted to get 475 Bitcoin and they could not. So that's a good memory. March 2017, ETF rejection. It fell to 900. Um, and then December 2018 capitulation 3122. So there's you know you you look back and you see these low numbers and they were just buying opportunities. That's all they were. And they also can uh, trigger your memory and and remembering these good times um, that you had a strong hand and that you did not panic sell and that maybe you were buying. Who knows what you were doing? Um, I know. Over August 2016, I was trying to get a few more at, at that point. I, I do I do remember that, uh, and I do remember Coinbase. Uh, that was classic when Coinbase, whenever there'd be, whenever there'd be some major event in, in Bitcoin and people would want to buy a lot of Bitcoin, Coinbase would crash. That was such a classic. Uh, Legendary99 uh, said, drop the F-bomb once live, but we don't talk about that. But, yeah, I, I dropped it once. Uh, <laughs> actually, recently I mumbled it, I think. But uh, I was on a. Uh, I was doing a show with Richard Hart, and he was subcasting it on his channel. And I pushed the end button on my channel like two minutes into the show. And so I go, oh, and I said that word. And so you didn't hear it on my channel, but you sure as heck heard it on his channel. (laughs) Oh, how times have changed. With uh... Richard Hart was a different person back then, or well he acted differently back then he was the same person little did we know all right but enough of that about that how's his hex how's that hex crypto dividend uh i thought it was supposed to be last month clearly it, it hasn't happened yet was no one's informed i don't watch this channel but the minute someone tells me hey it's really getting closer i'll update you guys on what i'm doing obviously i will i will try to claim the uh the b hex crypto dividend that he, this this ego coin that he's making for himself that all these people will blindly buy for some reason and that we will get for free and that we will turn into Bitcoin. Because with the Serenium crypto dividend, I learned, I felt, com- it's the same way of claiming it that you claim the Serenium crypto dividend, which I played around with. So I'm confident that it's it'll be fine to do with a MetaMask and all that ridiculous stuff that he's doing. All right, you got me off on a tangent when you're talking about how I dropped the F-bomb that one time. Have you been to Stonehenge? No, I have not. I've only been to – officially, I've only been in England once. I've been in the airport a f- few times, but I was in London just for, like, less than a day on the outskirts of London. I, I slept in a house from the 1300s. Wow, that was that, was, that was cool. I've never been in a in – a, slept in a house that old. But I was – yeah, I was only in London for less than a day in uh, twenty. 17. It was in uh, June of 2017. But no, I've never been to Stonehenge. I like those pictures. <laughs> I've I've always kn- I've known of Stonehenge since I was a little kid. I do I do know that. Don't know why I even knew about it then. Hope your health is better, my friend. Who who'd he say? Who, John? Who are you saying that to? Who's sick? My health is my health is fine. <laughs> I don't know who John's. John might have been talking. Oh, he's saying it to Bention. He's saying it to Ben Vention's doing well. Vention's doing well. Vention's in there right now. He's in the chat right now. We were all thinking of Vention, and Vention is doing a great job of, of uh, managing his health. Check out his channel, man. He's very proactive. He's not just sitting there letting some doctor. He's not letting some third party doctor tell him what to do. Manage his life again. If he let some third party doctor manage him, he would not be around too long. All right, so. Uh, he has lost sixty-one pounds so far. Vention has, which is just a great. That's really getting toward being a healthier person. Now he's got some. Big, he's got some challenges, obviously, to to take care of. But we'll we'll see. I am. I watch whenever Vention posts the new video. I, I I watch it as soon as I can because I I am keeping up with his saga of treating his illness um, through what what are considered non-traditional means by the eighty percenters by the twenty percenters these are that what he's trying to do is he's using his head he's being proactive he he's trying uh, alternatives which perhaps should really be mainstream stuff okay so eventually uh, uh, watch Ven's channel very very good stuff he's got over there and uh, he's i'm I am very confident in him he's he looks great he looks great so um what else do we have here? Okay. Uh, I, the final thing I'm going to talk about is from yesterday's show. We were talking about how Masari has has that chart, uh, the stock to flow ratio it's talking about for, for all sorts of altcoins. And one thing that it did not take into account when it showed Bcash and BSV, that Bcash and BSV have the same stock to flow as Bitcoin, but so many of the Bcash's and the BSV's. Have never been claimed. So it, it really should not have the same stock to flow as if you take it down to that next level of Bitcoin. Uh, it, it, because it, there's just, there's, they're really not that many compared to Bitcoin, Bcash and B, and especially BSV out there. So many of them will never be claimed. Okay. Um, so even, even they're, Stock to flow is, is lower, it's lower than bitcoins. And so it would be great if somehow you could combine realized capitalization with stock to flow. Somehow, um I the combine is the wrong word, but make a <laughs> uh incorporate both measurements into a new measurement. All right. All right, that, that's uh, that's the end of the show. You can check out yesterday's show. It's linked to below. Uh, I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, pound that like button, bang that bell button, subscribe to the channel. And of course, uh, I meant to say bookmark the page. And uh, yeah, I'm just seeing if anybody else had anything else to say. Oh, nomadic giant is in here too. The tallest man in Bitcoin is, is. there's all sorts of famous people in the chat tonight. Wow. I'm going to uh, go to the chat right after I push the end button if I can find the darn end button. Okay. Ending the stream. We'll have an earlier show tomorrow because it's era of Yom Kippur. I got to get in the show before Yom Kippur. I will see you later. Bye-bye.